We heard last time on Culture File about the deep roots of the technology called MIDI, which allows all manner of musical instruments to talk to computers and each other, as well as playing a huge role in all genres of staging and performance. One of the people responsible back in 1982 for laying down the tracks of this collaborative technology is Jeff Rona. Rona is an LA-based composer and technologist who this time talks to Culture File's Louise McMahon about the early culture and dreams of MIDI and the international team that created it. I ran the MIDI organization for about 10 years. So for its first 10 years, from the mid-80s to the mid-90s. And then I became too busy actually as a film composer. Jeff's theme to homicide life on the streets. The theme that launched his successful music career. Recently, he won Best Media Score at the Hollywood Media Awards for The Walking Dead, Last Mile among collaborations with Lisa Gerard, Hans Zimmer, Dead Can Dance, Philip Glass. You know, MIDI came along Brian Eno. during a, a kind of a boom in the development of electronic musical instruments. Commercially available musical electronic instruments goes back to the 1960s. And even in some cases with like combo organs, and other, other instruments. You can say electronic music has been around since the 1950s, commercially, you know, being used on pop records and what have you, not just experimental, more conceptual things. And music was crossing into the digital world from the analog world. And what several companies had started doing was offering ways to connect their different instruments together. So Roland had a special cable on the backs of a bunch of their instruments to synchronize a drum machine to a sequencer and have that sequencer play uh, a synthesizer and bring it all together, but only Roland. You had to use only Roland. So, you know, hats off to Dave Smith. Dave Smith is the father of MIDI. A Californian who had a company called Sequential Circuits that was a, a rather successful synthesizer company with an instrument called the Prophet. Radiohead's Kid A features the Prophet 5, for example. Dave approached some of the companies in Japan, uh, specifically Roland, but also was talking to a few others about this idea of what if I owned an instrument from this company and this company and this company and I wanted to build a system around it. This was a very compelling, magical thought. Well, I mean, am I making a deal with my competitors? You know, am I going to lose out because somebody could buy an instrument from another company and plug it in to an instrument from, from my company? But some very visionary people said, well, you know what? This is a game for everybody. That's exactly what happened. It became a, a cooperative of engineers exchanging concepts and ideas, some of which were very incompatible. And actually, the technology that Dave Smith himself offered as the protocol isn't what ended up at all being what became MIDI. By 1982, there was already a consortium of people agreeing that the idea was sound, that they wanted to make it happen, and that's when I showed up. Uh, I was in my early 20s, and I had just started working for the company Roland, a big Japanese company, helping create software for some of their products that were doing things that were not MIDI. But within a few weeks of me starting my job there, I was told to stop 
everything else I was working on and focus entirely on this. And I was given a prototype of the first MIDI keyboard probably that entered the United States here in Los Angeles. And I was given two of them so I could connect them and then connect them to a computer. And then I started attending these technical meetings as a representative of Roland. In the very first meeting I attended, all the big names of electronic music were there. Mr. Moog, Mr. Oberheim, Roger Lynn, who invented the Lynn drum machine, two of the head engineers of Roland, Yamaha. So it was, it was a who's who of electronic music design. It was a pretty astonishing thing. And I'm brand new. I knew I'd never met any of these people. And I'm introducing myself and shaking hands and the meeting begins. And by the end of the meeting, it was decided that there needed to be an organization that would oversee all of this, that one entity would be the, the governing body of it and the organizing body of it, except that nobody had time to run it. It's amazing. And I raised my hand and I said, I would. Yeah. They vetted me in about 10 seconds and just decided, well, nobody else wanted the job. We'll give it to this kid. And that's how it began. So by 83, it was working very well. And there's actually in 83, there were several companies already showing the first MIDI instruments for sale. And it was only a couple years later, by 84, 85, when something unexpected happened, which was MIDI showing up in the software industry. You know, in 84, the Macintosh came out. And so people started putting out sequencers, you know, software that can record and play back and edit and organize, basically word processors for music. You can move paragraphs around, you can arrange things, you can fix a wrong note, you can make the first note of the, of the bar louder, you can add your drums, you can add your bass, you can add your strings. And that ushered in an explosion, really, in music production such that within a few years, MIDI became the, the center of the pop music world. Instead of going to a recording studio to compose, you could compose at home, bring the MIDI into the studio, and have the ideas ready to flesh out and develop and bring in the band and bring in the guitar player and the drummer. So that really brought in the true era of bedroom music production. the MIDI Association site there's a couple of articles that are quite old. There's one from 1982 with Bob Moog for a keyboard magazine where he says in the future everyone will, will have their own home recording studio and every musician will be able to compose as fast as they move their hands. Isn't that astonishing? Yeah. That's exactly where we're at. We've been there for a while now. Yes we have. <laughs> Talking about MIDI in 2023, it's almost like talking about electricity. Everybody just sort of takes it for granted. There's really, you know, what do you say? You know, it's like, you know, talking about, oh, color TV. Uh, you know, of course TV's in color. Hasn't it always been in color? Well, no, but it is. And um, it became very challenging to try to deliver a message to indicate to especially to people who, who weren't around, I should say, before MIDI, to explain how radical MIDI is. And, and MIDI is radical. MIDI was created by radicals in a radical way.
Jeff Rona there was talking to Louise McMahon about his work in MIDI.